Hello there and welcome to the Tech Means Business podcast. This is a series of podcasts in which I talk to interesting folk at that particular intersection between business and technology. Today we're talking all things logistics and shipping, shipping procurement specifically. Typically this is the movement of goods around the world via shipping containers which can be traded and bought on an open market. Technology, of course, plays a role here, and of a big help is Shipster. Shipster's freight procurement platform helps enterprises overcome those industry challenges, and it does that by automating complex tasks and gives you, if you like, data transparency. It helps companies address market volatility and save freight costs, manage risks in their supply chain, and a whole lot more. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by the CEO of Shipster, David Verrocchio. David, welcome to the podcast. As usual around here, I wondered if we could ask you please to give us a few words of introduction about yourself and maybe how you ended up at Shipster. Yeah, sure. Um, so actually, you know, before before being the CEO at uh, at Shipstone, I used to be um, a partner uh, uh, at uh, Mangrove Capital. That's a, a venture capital firm based uh, out of Luxembourg. I've been there, uh, you know, for 15 years. And actually, what we did at uh, at uh, Mangrove was actually investing into uh, disruptive technologies that uh, aims to um, to change the world. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, Mangrove was also an early stage investor at uh, Shipstar. And as I was uh, involved with uh, with the company itself, I, uh, you know, progressively became so passionate about Shipstar's potential uh, to change the way enterprises are, you know, sourcing and procuring, uh, procuring transportation, but also the improvement that it brings uh, to the industry at, at large. Um, eventually, together with the Shipstar's uh, founding team. Uh, uh, that was actually about two years ago. Uh, we decided that I would I would join the team and and put the company on track uh, to become a, a leader in uh, in its category. Um, uh, so Shipsa is a SaaS platform. So I come also with that experience from my uh, time as a as an investor and prior to to being a startup investor uh, as a as a VC. Uh, actually, I was also running supply chain and uh, procurement consulting practices with um, uh, Anderson and uh, uh, Ernst Young. So actually, my my passion for the industry, you know, dates back from from the beginning or the the early times of uh, of my career. And eventually, when I was much younger, you know, when I was eighteen, I wanted to be a, a deck uh, officer in the Merchant Marine, so where I spent you know uh, four years uh, of of my life. So actually, uh, I'm I'm coming back somehow, you know, to the to the roots uh, with uh, with Shipstein. That uh, is extremely exciting as a as a kind of a you know, as a, as a transition um, back to operations. Yeah. So with your financial background, David, you'll be more aware than most about the financial difficulties facing many areas in the supply chain at the moment. What are those main challenges that you see at present for teams working in procurement and shipping? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it's true that we 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 come out and it's not over from almost three years of constant uh, disruptions uh, that have been affecting uh, supply chain uh, significantly. And uh, you know, pre-pandemic, uh, because it started with the pandemic, uh, everyone was a bit um, thinking that. You know, transportation was was flowing like like water. It was just a question of opening the tap, 
but I think the reality of the markets uh, and, and market conditions have shown that it's you know completely the opposite. And indeed, more than ever, enterprises um, are facing uh, um, increased uh, transportation fluctuations. Uh, we've seen you know much much higher uh, freight rate volatility, uh, fuel surcharges you know coming in uh, more recently um, as a result of uh, um, you know, the war. Uh, uh, you know, in, in Ukraine, um, we've seen, you know, significant uh, consequences on supply risk and supplier availability. And so today, you know, buying transportation became way more complex than prior to the pandemic. And uh, price and time are not the only essential components anymore. We've seen that capacity and sustainability or CO2 emissions calculations also become increasingly uh, critical. And as a result, I mean, not all organizations are equipped to leverage uh, the, the whole power of data and execute in, uh, in uh, real time, dealing with those market volatility and disruptions. And that has become, you know, one of the main challenges over the last uh, few, uh, few years. Just a few examples in terms of um, volatility. We've seen uh, spot market rates uh, that crashed more than 90% from pandemic area highs as ship, uh, shipping demand has declined. We've seen, you know, contract rates outperforming spot prices to, due, to, to, due to market uncertainty with, you know, sometimes 60% plus plus. Uh, 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 higher than than spot uh, market, and that remained a trend uh, until uh, last year uh, September. Uh, we see many shippers adopting multi-tendering strategy, uh, you know, playing on the spot market to to boost uh, profit and, and and gain competitive advantage. Uh, and we see, you know, you know, another another um, uh, uh, benchmark uh, continue dropping spot market prices that. Uh, drive down long ter long term contracts. So we've seen, uh, according to, to Xeneta, uh, another thirteen percent drop in 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 January. And um, uh, also, I mean, if you see the overall economic environment, um, which you know looks a bit bleak in in general, uh, we see very high pressure also on on freight procurement teams to to reduce uh, you know uh, cost. Um, uh, the world of transportation procurement is also, you know, extremely uh, complex, uh, unlike other uh, spent uh, categories. Um, and so addressing that complexity to tender dynamically, proactively under volatile uh, markets is still a, a, a huge uh, challenge for, for, um, for many. Um, the other reality is that because of the multidimensional aspect of uh, transportation, um, there are very few platforms that really, you know, can embrace the full capacity of running, uh, automating or digitizing the, the, you know, sourcing and procurement process. And for many enterprises, um, even, you know, some of the largest enterprises out there, they still rely on Excel uh, to source, compare, analyze freight rates from, from carriers, which is obviously a very... Um, time uh, in intensive or work intensive, time consuming, and yeah, somehow cumbersome uh, uh, process that, uh, on top of that, doesn't doesn't augment um, you know um, data or information in in the right way. Um, so most most of the data sits on on Excel. So this is like mostly uh, dormant uh, dormant data that doesn't help uh, enterprises uh, also address these constant changes 
um, that force them to build, you know, agile supply chains or, you know, uh, multi-tier supply chains. I mean, they need to operate into um, uh, with data that is, you know, giving them, you know, way more insights than just working on the, on the, on Excel. So, um, I think it was a huge, huge opportunity for shippers to to gain competitive advantage in in uh, 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 you know uh, using using digital platforms like uh, like Shipster. Now you've mentioned something there, David, that uh, we hear a lot um, in terms of technology. It's not necessarily a bad thing, and that's of course people using Excel in order to execute their operational plans. Now. If one is trying to, if you like, sell to other stakeholders, maybe the CEO or the CFO, it's not just a needless spend. It's not going to be regarded as, oh, just more money on logistics or just more money on freight procurement. Yeah. No, clear. I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, you know, very good question. And, and of course, you know, um, question that we're facing every every single day. Procurement is considered as a as a cost center, um, but at uh, the same way, um, you know, some some reports show that procurement teams uh, report seventy uh, percent plus, you know, greater cost savings, sixty seventy percent faster execution when they have you know uh, the right technology uh, in place, which is not uh, uh, Excel, uh, obviously. Uh, and indeed, I mean, many businesses tend to view procurement mainly as a support function, but we see it uh, differently and. Uh, you know, it has actually the power to be to the other way around. And so it's uh, we believe, and and it's also how we how we talk to sometimes you know CFOs or uh, supply chain officers or procurement officers. Um, um, we we believe that you know procurement and transportation procurement has a crucial role to play in profit contribution and and value contribution, and so. We see basically procurement function as a central piece of the supply chains and logistics networks. It's a reality that, and again, the crisis, uh, successive crisis that we have gone through over the last three years, have shown that without the right LSPs and the right rates, uh, or rates are in place, um, supply chain or logistics networks become totally uh, inefficient. And uh, uh, you know, using a platform like, like like ours, basically, we we generate direct impact on the uh, organization's uh, bottom line. I mean, financially. So any procurement cost improvements have a direct positive impact on bottom line profitability and uh, operating margins. The companies that we are working with are you know global companies, Fortune 500 companies. They some of them are running you know procurement uh, budgets of multiple billions uh, a year. Um, so any percent saving that you can generate has a significant impact on, on the bottom line. Uh, and, and imagine also, you know, any percent freight procurement improvement would mean increasing sales by a factor X, uh, you know, to yield a similar outcomes on, on margin. Uh, and so, I mean, from a, a pure financial point of view and, you know, from a, from a, a CFO uh, perspective, um, you know, working on that extra percent improvement is, is definitely yielding uh, significantly, you know, higher and faster uh, financial uh, performance, especially when and for, uh, you know, industries that used to work with 
Excel, I mean, to, to, to name Excel again, that brings a lot of inefficiencies in the, in the, in the process. So we help actually, you know, procurement teams, uh, procurement teams to, to quickly achieve cost effective freight procurement performance and, you know, making their CFOs uh, uh, happy. On top of that, the, the, the platform also, and, and, and you, you mentioned it. So uh, we are, you know, much faster. So we, we, we are getting, you know, much faster into the expected uh, results. So our platform also generates significant efficiency uh, gains. So we automate manual and time consuming tasks and, and processes. And we enable procurement teams then to focus on more strategic tasks. So, uh, so somehow we, we help procuring, you know, smarter and, and, and faster. And at the end of the day, that brings additional higher value and, and profits to uh, any organizations. And that's how all of a sudden, I mean, we, we can see procurement not only as a cost uh, uh, center, but almost as a, you know, profit center in a way. Now, procurement has often been based on personal contacts in the industry. It's a case of pick up the phone, talk to someone, someone that you've known through business for many years. Is that human element, that human contact, still necessary? Is it still an integral part of procurement? And would automation, therefore, remove that personalised touch? And is that a bad thing? No, actually, I mean, we, we, we don't believe that technology is, is meant to, to uh, replace people, but uh, rather act as, a, as an enabler or as, a, as an accelerator. So what technology is doing is basically automating and, and easing the, the, the process um, that is very often, you know, rep repetitive tasks, creating data, which is comparing data, extracting insights from, from, from data, and basically, you know, removing use, useful time or highly efficient uh, productive time for, for humans to, to focus on the strategic elements of, uh, you know, logistics, you know, changing MOTs, uh, how do I, you know, revisit my logistics network. Uh, so this is the time that somehow we, we, we free up time basically to focus on these things uh, that have also become so, so important in a, in a world where we need to build these agile supply chains, these multi-tier supply chains, uh, anticipate all the risks that we have been <coughs> facing and probably will, will multiply in the, in the future. So, I mean, for, for global businesses, supply chains are uh, extremely uh, complex. And this complexity, you know, increases um, uh, with the number of, you know, business units, countries, products, supplier distribution uh, across the world and, you know, customers distribution that are uh, involved. And on top of that, you had sustainability that also became uh, kind of the next big thing uh, that will impose itself to uh, supply chains. If you think again, again, I mean, data, data that that sits on 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 all these Excel files or the data that sits on on, on data lake, you can do so 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 much with with information that is sitting on 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 data. But uh, you know, if you consider that massive amount of data points that supply chains have. Um, uh, technology is also there to turn dormant data into useful information. Um, you know, it, it can it can you know surface data insights, identify opportunities that are otherwise very hard or even impossible for a human to um, to uh, to extract uh, easily. Um, and so all these all these reasons are you know what supports technology, uh, supplier or LSP matching to your own network. But it's still, you know, about humans to um, execute the uh, the orders 
Um, so, I mean, the human touch, you know, remains in, in uh, all, all cases. So if I'm running, let's say, a big manufacturing outfit, David, I can certainly see the advantage of automating my logistics. But of course, the nature of supply chains are such that they are multi-component. And I think you've mentioned multi-layer there as well. So we're talking to ocean freight, air freight, last mile delivery and, and so on, distribution, warehousing. How can I get those partners in my supply chain network plugged in, if you like, to my automated systems? Yeah, it, it, it's true. I mean, it's such a complex world. You know, it, it, it has probably never been a, a more crucial time to highlight the importance of uh, integration. We, we, what we've seen over the last years is that many enterprises have uh, spent a lot of money investing into um, data benchmarking, into supply chain visibility, into freight settlement solution. But these solutions are not interoperating with each other. I mean, they are not interacting with each other. And, you know, we, we believe um, the, 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 the glue, somehow the glue be, be, between all these systems is, you know, the procurement data. So we, we put basically procuring or procurement uh, at the center of uh, the supply chain. And, uh, you know, seamless connectivity is a key tagline for, for us. So as we continue to increase our platform capabilities, our main priority is also to ensure that we can easily integrate um, the evolving needs of supply chain ecosystems and, and, and teams with um, our platform. And that's the reason why last year we, we, we spent a lot of time in, in developing, a, you know, advanced integration and connectivity capabilities so we can easily connect to any other solution that is relevant to uh, you know supply chain uh, leaders or specific uh, organizations and that can be around market intelligence transportation visibility freight settlement as i said but also uh, transportation management systems crps and other legacy systems that means that for procurement teams and for supply chain uh, uh, organizations we are basically a providing data that is like procurement-driven data. Uh, I give you an example. If, if you are uh, running a, a shipment allocation, uh, you are you know, sending a shipment request to uh, a number of um, uh, LSP for a particular order, uh, the system will look at you know, our um, uh, rate engine, okay, what are available rates, you know, providing that to uh, uh, LSPs that are matching that uh, a particular uh, lane. If we don't have, have any any uh, you know price uh, availability. Then we can easily uh, run uh, a spot request in an automated uh, way. And that's again very good example of how technology is serving uh, execution uh, uh, tasks. Uh, but that you know would not be possible without uh, this uh, uh, easy uh, integration. Uh, that we provide um, between between systems. It's the way, of course, that a great deal of software these days has become interdependent. Uh, and I think that's a really positive and interesting way forward for tech. Ten years ago, you mentioned ERPs, and systems were very much more monolithic these days, of course, via APIs. Systems talk to each other openly, and you'd hope securely. And, of course, that aids that kind of central facet of data in in that it's a provider of business intelligence um, and I'd like to revisit that uh, if I may if we can talk for a moment about business intelligence maybe you can touch on a couple of the areas that companies might benefit from using that data that they collate in their uh, logistics and supply chain operations yeah sure um 
we address actually the multidimensionality of transportation, um, what many other you know epochal platforms are not are not uh, providing. Um, so we cover um, both you know spots and 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 contract uh, functions, and we do that across all mode of transportation. So we we provide I mean the three main ones being of course uh, uh, ocean, air, and and road, but we also um, uh, enable around around barge uh, transport, transportation, warehousing, uh, rail, and and we're working also on a parcel uh, solution. So and actually we cover you know the 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 end to end procurement cycle from a strategic and execution point of view. But as we said already, uh, with very very deep uh, integration uh, capabilities. I think the other uh, thing that is you know very very specific to Shipsa is that it's built by uh, experts in in freight procurement. So the founding team comes from the industry and uh, it's built for the industry with very, you know, close knowledge about, you know, what matters uh, and what are basically the main pain points for the uh, industry. But we're also, you know, very close to our clients. So we, we have, um, uh, you know, a very specific customer-centric approach that enables us to, to build the most powerful and user-friendly platform um, for logistics sourcing and, uh, and uh, procurement at the moment. I think that's the best testimony. We have um, approximately um, 100 um, enterprise uh, customers. Some of them are, you know, world-leading uh, clients like uh, Holcim in uh, in the construction industry. I mean, the biggest cement manufacturer uh, industry that turns more and more into, you know, a construction uh, a business with Roche, with Puma. Uh, to just give, you know, a few examples of, you know, those those clients that are uh, using ourselves and, you know, very happy uh, customers. We we understand actually our, I mean, the, the, our clients' challenge because we are, you know, very close to them. We are, you know, we've built innovation labs, you know, where we work very closely with with our clients to 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 work out our uh, solutions and and somehow we help them, you know, control you know freight costs, manage supplier risk, uh, as we said, you know, building uh, increased efficiency in their uh, supply chain, uh, of course, you know, automating uh, complex uh, tasks, you know, providing data uh, transparency on on. Um, on, on the procurement uh, data, which became you know, so so much of a, of a need for, for the industry at large. Something you've mentioned there, I think, is worth surfacing a little bit more, and that's the graphical user interface. It's often left, I think, by developers, uh, assuming maybe the end users are as technically astute as they are. But actually, it may sound glib, but unless a piece of software is usable by, inverted commas, normal people... Um, a very expensive piece of software may actually end up not being used at all. And so in that sense, it's it's really incredibly important, isn't it? It is incredibly uh, important. And so we, we, we also spend a lot of time on uh, usability and, uh, uh, you know, constantly adapting the uh, user uh, experience. As we said, I mean, the, you know, buying transportation, in a sense, is a, is a complex uh, process. And you need basically to 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 transform that complexity into something that is easy or easier to uh, to use. And uh, so we have a product team. I mean, working working on on you know uh, constantly you know improving the um, this uh, usability and and creating these customer journeys um, you know over the platform. So we have you know continuously um, improved um, the, um, the 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 platform and maybe just. As a, a, a reference, 
uh, in, in 22, we've been recognized as the best procurement technology provider at uh, World Procurement or Procurement Leaders, sorry, in, uh, in London. And actually, you know, top industry players um, recognize Shipstar as being a game changer and a highly relevant platform able to respond to the current supply chain challenges. And so, I mean, that get us into, you know, uh, more and more, you know, um, making sure that the platform is not only used actually for running tenders, but the platform is also creating uh, that level of user engagement where, you know, we provide consciously these, these, you know, data benchmarks, ping industries understand, okay, where they stand with their uh, uh, current rates and identifying where, for example, um, we, we see um, uh, cost improvements throughout entire uh, supply chains. And we have one, one of our modules, for example, uh, we call it Ships Scan, that enables basically uh, uh, automated procurement. Uh, so we have an engine, an AI engine that is looking basically through, um, through the rate card and identifying those lanes that are you know, showing uh, improvement opportunities in one click uh, a user can decide basically to run a, a tender. And that's just, you know, one click away to, to run a, a tender that would be focused on uh, these lanes that are, you know, showing improvement. And so that's an example on how we basically turn a, a very complex task in, into something that is super uh, easy uh, to use, but also that is yielding uh, significant results in terms of uh, cost improvements or, you know, cost avoidance or cost reductions, depending on where the market is, but also a significant uh, assistance for uh, users to uh, to be highly performing. Yeah, one of the great fallacies, I think, of cost reduction is that in some way service quality will suffer. But of course, if I were to say to a sales team, I want a 10% lift in, in sales revenues, that, that would, I don't know, maybe it'd be a big ask. Whereas reducing costs by 30 or 40% does exactly the same thing for the bottom line and is achievable by implementation of technology. Because one of the things that computers are good at, of course, is automation. I mean, it's what they do best. They do uh, the same thing, the same simple things over and over again very, very quickly. And if that brings about cost reductions, yeah. then that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, without changing the, the quality of your uh, products, without changing the, the, the recipe of your, you know, manufacturing chains, without the need to significantly uh, increase your, your top line, which, you know, uh, in certain conditions might be quite you know, challenging. Uh, here, I mean, with the help of technology, that, that helps, you know, being way more uh, efficient, um, not because the teams were bad, but just because, you know, the, the, the time span was, was spent on, on checking, uh, you know, uh, checking files, uh, correlating files, going back and forth with uh, LSPs to, to complete uh, data, running the tender analysis. This is all, you know, done by, by, the, by the platform. So actually there was like a massive leverage to go faster to, uh, you know, improvements, uh, cost and, and process improvements. That's uh, otherwise you, you, you would need to go uh, or to, to yield by, by uh, other sources. And that is where technology probably has its best, you know, shows its best capabilities. You know, it's there, you know, to serve uh, existing teams to be way, way more, you know, efficient and faster to yield these, uh, these results. At the end of the day, you know, it helps, it helps uh, you know, CFOs also to, to achieve their own, uh, uh, their own targets. And 
in a sense, yeah, we 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 like to see at, at Schiffser or to say at Schiffser that we want to turn procurement teams as as heroes in their organization. And all of a sudden, I mean, they are contributing, and that's actually what what drives us into you know how we con- constantly you know innovate with the platform and and talk and engage with our global clients. So, David, I'm afraid I'm going to have to draw things to a close. If people are interested in looking at Shipster, uh, shipster.com, S-H-I-P-S-T-A.com, and what the company can offer, um, what are their um, next best steps? Head over to the website, pick up the phone, go to an event you guys are attending? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they they can they can you know um, uh, on on the on the website you know they they, they can ask for an interaction with one one of our you know um, sales sales engineer. Um, so and you know we respond very very fast. And we also you know present at the main uh, logistics fairs in uh, in uh, in Europe where we can also attend uh, or you know um, um, I say that uh, engage very easily and you know we're always happy to uh, to to run a demo online. So the best way indeed. I mean. It's through it's through the website or through you know a, a fair that we that we that we are present to. Thank you so much, David. Uh, David Verrocchio from Shipster.com. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us today. Thank you, Joel. It was a pleasure. And thanks as well, of course, go out to all our loyal listeners out there. I hope you can join us again next time on the Tech Means Business Podcast. Thanks again. Bye for now.